Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Two of the Lucky Ones. Dodging bullets since 2003. That's right. So, we have um, a good uh, good show for you tonight. It's going to be on spiritual warfare in your marriage, which is um, a major thing, especially for Christian yeah. uh, couples. And so, we've got a really cool, exciting yeah. news as well. We do have a really good story so to let's tell. Do it. So, let's go. So, here's our story that we that we were actually really excited about this. So, um, as we've explained on this podcast before, um, the reason for the name of the podcast, Two of the Lucky Ones, is because of a song. Um, and the song is, um, it, it actually, I originally heard it in the movie Zombieland. Um, and um, some of you may have seen that movie and know what song it is and where it is in the movie, but the people who wrote this um is pete droge and his wife elaine summers and they have um two albums i think that they've done together they may have done more than that but um beautiful song yeah it is but they have other really good good music Uh, we love their music um but if you really want to hear some good music um check them out but anyway um so we we this song kind of when it came out and i saw it in the movie i played it for chelsea and it and it hit and it was it was at a a time when we were, we had been through some really rough stuff and it was, we were kind of putting things back together and, and it really worked for us. It was just a really good song. And this has been years ago. Mm -hmm. So, um, but we've listened to this song off and on and their music off and on. Um, well not really off. We've just, we've listened. Yeah. We've on. Yeah. We've listened to their music, um, steadily for, for a while now. And, Anyway, we were talking not too long ago, and we're coming up with trying to come up with intro music for this podcast and stuff. And we'd found music online that was royalty free and things. And I just kind of tongue in cheek said, "Well, wouldn't it be great if we could just use that song?" For those of you that do not know, you can't just use yeah. copyrighted yeah, songs. Yeah, you can't just go and use um, copyrighted over music over like ten seconds or fifteen seconds. I can't remember. I don't even think that's the case. I, I looked into really? it. Yeah, I thought it was that way too until I looked into it, and that's really kind of a falsehood too that it's you can't use anyone's music uh, or any of their yeah any created stuff that's copyrighted so i just anyway chelsea and i talked about it and we kicked around the idea of what to do and if it was possible if it was something we could even afford to do or anything like that so i just just for the heck of it i got online and i searched uh pete droge's website and contact information and i sent him an email <clears throat> never thinking in a million years that I would hear anything back right. from him, but he wrote me back um, but he did. last week. He did and um, gave us full permission to use his music in our podcast. Yeah. Uh, so um, of course we worked out a deal with him and everything. And um, it was to both of our likings and, but we didn't have to go through lawyers or any of that stuff. We just, it was really neat. we just talked one-on-one and um, it was thankful. And being a big fan of his, it was really exciting for me to be able to, you know, talk to him. Um, he's other music you might have heard of his is in uh, a movie everybody's seen many times is Dumb and Dumber. He's got a song in Dumb and yeah. Dumber too. Um, it's the scene in there where where um, uh, Lloyd, no Harry, and um, the girl that they're chasing. I can't remember her name, but um, yeah. But um, they're having like a snowball fight. He spends the day with her and stuff, and they're they're throwing snowballs. It's called uh, if you. Um, 
if you don't love me, I'll kill myself. It's oh, a, it's, yeah. it's a really, it's a really good, it's kind of a funny song, but it's a good, it's a good, up, more upbeat type song. But anyway, um, so we were just really excited to share that information. So tonight's yes. episode is going to be the first episode that we actually get to use our song and the reason for the name of uh, the podcast on the podcast. So um, we're really excited about really that. Neat. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, with, with full legal, um, you know, all, all the, yeah. all the, yeah, we've got, he actually, it called? it's called, um, what do you mean? He gave us, um, well, the license. It's a license. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he gave yeah. us full license, full legal license to use it. And, um, also he sent me, um, really good versions of the song, like good yeah. file versions of he the song. He was very, very kind. Yeah. It's very kind and very helpful and wished us the best and, and, um, just really cool. I just um So yay, we yeah. get to use the song. Yeah, we get to use the song. So from now on, you'll get to hear it in, at the beginning of each episode. So yeah. um but anyway, yeah, I encourage everyone to go in and uh listen to uh Pete and Elaine's music. Um it's very good. Yeah. If you like folky top um kind of rock folky top stuff, it's really good. So I guess we'll put all their information in the Yeah, we can do that and put it in the bio, the bio stuff and everything. Stuff. But yeah. so anyway. Tonight's episode is going to be about spiritual warfare in your marriage. And um that that is and whether you realize it or not, spiritual warfare is something that we're in, especially as Christians, we're engaged in all the time. Um it's uh whether you're married or not, you're still dealing with um Especially with children, you know, especially, yeah, especially with, with marriage, but, marriage. but even if you're not married, yeah. you're married, you're dealing with uh, spiritual warfare in your life. Um, but um, uh, the, the thing is, and this is something that, that I learned from a very, uh, from a younger age was that the closer that you get and the closer you walk with the Lord, you're going to get more attacks. The right. Satan doesn't want you to um, get any closer to God than than is any possible than uh, any more possible than he'll let it happen. Right. So he is going to attack you from every side and every angle. Um, so let's start. You want to talk about the definition yeah, and what, let's it, do that. what it is? Yes. So when we were kind of looking into, well, not kind of, when we were looking into doing this pod, uh, this topic, we kind of uh, decided on, to. of course, we are headed towards scripture and what, what, scripture says about this um but we kind of have two verses that have stuck out when we were deciding on um doing this podcast on spiritual warfare um of course we went to scripture and one of the scriptures that a lot of people know especially if you're in your bible a lot is uh, ephesians 6 and that is from 11 and 12 put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to Stand against the schemes of the devil, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. So, when we're speaking about spiritual uh, attacks on your marriage, we're talking about the schemes of of the devil and that's this verse is so powerful in explaining it and so that's we I, we just wanted to be on point with and make it clear what we're what we're talking about right um and now to kind of elaborate on 
uh, the schemes of the devil to kind of give you an idea. This is something that was brought to my attention within the last year. Um, and it, um, I don't remember, I wish I could remember exactly how it was brought to my attention. It was brought, uh, during the course of study, but, um, I had always wondered kind of what, what that, um, meant and, and, and how to recognize when you're having some kind of a, um, a scheme, uh, perpetrated against you. Um, I would have times where like, for instance, I was sitting in, in church for instance, for example, on, on Sunday morning, listening to a sermon and the pastor would use scripture or would say something specific and, I would go revert back to my childhood days of us making jokes in church about certain scriptures and things that were said. I'm not going to get into the details of it, but my mind would go to a place that was not holy. Right. Um, and it would, I would think that, and I would be like, why do I think that? Well, I, I, every time I hear a ver- that verse, that specific verse or whatever, I'll think that thing that takes me out of where I should be right. mentally following what's That's being taught. And I would, yeah, I would go into that. And that's exactly what Chelsea just said. That's a scheme. So whenever your mind goes to like a dirty place or if it goes to like, um, you know, doesn't getting. doesn't even have to be dirty. It, well, right. Yeah. But it, exactly. But, um, you know, us guys, we kind of tend to yeah. go in that direction. But, um, but you know, it's just that that is a scheme. That's That's what we're talking about. These are the kind of things that we're talking about when you mentally go to a place that you're, you shouldn't be going. That's not you doing that. That's not your, you're not like a, um, I think a lot of times we think of ourselves as corrupt ourselves and we're like, I can't believe I just thought that. I can't believe there's how many times do you think in your life about things that are horrible and you're like, why did I just think of that? That's, that's awful. Why did I, you know, but it's, it's not you. That's, that is a, that's an attack right there. That's, that's where that, that sort of thing happens. And it's only through prayer and scripture that you can defeat that. Right. Um, being in a, in a, in a, in a place of, of walking with the Lord on a regular basis and reading your scripture on a regular basis and being in prayer, are you going to be able to defeat those things when they come up Right. and be able to well, recognize and realize, I'm sorry, honey, be able to recognize and realize what it is and, and get past it. And right. uh, anyway, go ahead. That's what I was thinking. And when we were reading through and doing our verses and studying up on this, it dawned on me like Christian marriages are, are what are spiritually attacked. It's not just, I mean, Satan already has the world. He doesn't, he, he's got them where he needs them. He just keeps them in that place. But when you, when you um, think about spiritual attacks, they are 100% real. And there's something that you just can't um, think, Oh, well that doesn't, that wouldn't happen to us, blah, blah, blah. But because he, I, I just really, I think that Christian marriages, you know, especially if you're following the, trying to be in the word and trying to do the right things, you're going to be under more attack than someone maybe that is worldly. I'll well, say. and also someone who's worldly is not going to recognize any kind of spiritual right. attack. They're just going to stay in the place that they normally are in and think that this is how I think. And this is, and I've heard people even, you know, like, um, um, brag about, you know, their nasty thoughts and their, their bad yeah. thoughts. And you know, well, that's not what I automatically think of, you know, and things like that. They, they're okay with it, you know? So, um, well, and this is something also that we need to talk about is it's, it's, 
this has been happening since the beginning, oh, yeah. since Adam and Eve. Absolutely. So let's go to Genesis 3 and read that really fast. Genesis, Genesis 3, 12. Um, this isn't something... This isn't something new. This isn't something that, um, I mean, the Lord has always known that this was going to be the case. Absolutely. And so that's why it is very much so in different areas of the Bible. But I think that when we look at Adam and Eve and we think of a story, you know, like a fairy tale type story, but this these things really did happen and this attack started in the Garden of Eden. Absolutely. So Genesis, where are we at? 3.12. So they're in the garden, and God is asking Adam, you know, why did you eat of this fruit? And verse 12, the man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me the fruit of the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is that that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate it. Perfect example. Yeah. Perfect example of a... Exactly. Yep. Exactly what Satan's doing to this day. Yeah. Doing the exact same thing, coming in, deceiving us, trying to teach us, trying to get us to think that everything that we're doing is fine, that everything's okay, that what we're doing is just who we are, and that there's nothing to be ashamed of, there's nothing for you to worry about, that this is something that you can just do. It's no problem. Exactly. Well, and that this has been happening generationally for since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, instead of acknowledging these things, we just, oh, well, that's just the way, you know, my mom and dad were. Or that's just the way my grandparents right. were. And we go on with life thinking that that's just the way it is. Yeah, we do this because this is the way we've always done it. Right. So so when things like this take place, whenever you have a, an, an issue that comes up in your mind, especially once you learn to recognize what a spiritual attack is and how you're going to deal with it when it comes up, um, a really good verse to go to for that one is um, 1 Peter 5, 8 through 10. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. So, like it says there... Then keep going to the next verse as well. You want me to read the next one too? Yeah, do 10. Okay. And after you have suffered a little while, the the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Okay, so what Peter is saying here is that we, you know, uh, spiritual warfare is... Um, something that God can use for his glory. Yeah. Um, you don't go through these things in vain. And, um, you know, verse 10, after you have suffered a little while, God of all grace, who has called you from eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And, um, you know, Jesus, Jesus spoke a lot about spiritual warfare throughout the Bible. I mean, yeah. this has been talked about throughout the Bible. But um, he let us know that, you know, marriages are put on the spiritual battlefield, and that's where most growth happens. And that's, we've seen that reign true in our life over and over. Right. I mean, the things we're going through, um, if we're going some, through something really, really hard, I mean, we have. We've been through a lot of really, really hard things, yeah. but... 
we, on the other side of that, we've seen how God has used the suffering that we went through and the, those attacks, and, and it's always been turned around for strengthening our marriage yep. um, and making us closer. And wiser. Yeah, and wiser. Yeah. So, so matter of fact, <clears throat> spiritual attacks are imperative. I mean, you you can't learn and grow without you know. It goes back to that story of the butterfly in the cocoon. You know, yeah. and the little little girl comes walking up and sees a butterfly struggling and to come out of his cocoon, and so she decides to help it and breaks the cocoon open, and the butterfly can't fly because struggling and forcing its way out of the cocoon is what forces the liquid out of its wings, and she didn't right. know that. And so the butterfly didn't ever fly because um, the liquid didn't get pushed out of its wings. So struggling is what gets us to the point where we're stronger and we can identify these attacks when they happen. And we can, we can, that's the next thing we want to discuss is how to recognize what's going on um, and to, to be able to see these attacks on your marriage, on on your, on you personally and on your marriage. Right. Um, We sat, when we were preparing for this, um, for this show, we, we talked about using some examples from our own marriage on um, and kind of putting that out there and letting everybody see where we had suffered um, attacks in our marriage and how we'd gotten through them. But we really did struggle to find, I mean, I'm yeah. sure we could really, if we thought about it hard enough, we think about fights we've had in the past, but that's not necessarily such a good thing to do. I don't think to go back well, and relive, yeah, relive yeah. old fights, but, but just to kind of give some examples. We kind of shared one last week. We, we did um, a I couple of yeah. couple episodes ago, I think, but it was in the fight that we were that we discussed. I think on a previous episode, what had happened in that we were actually discussing scripture and what our what we the way we interpreted certain scripture that we were going through at the time, and um, we got into an argument about it and she got upset with me and I got upset with her and it got to the point where the emotions that we were going through in the, in this argument really got to Chelsea really bad. And she was kind of broke down and was crying and was really upset. And I was too, but I wasn't at the level she was, she was really upset about this. And it wasn't just the argument that did it. It was in her mind and in her, with her emotions, she was very upset about all this. And, um, I had, we had kind of separated in the house, you know, she'd gone and what sat on the back porch and I went inside the house and was doing stuff. And it, it's like the Lord just revealed to me that this, you need to understand this is a spiritual attack on your marriage right now. This is what you're dealing with. You're going through a spiritual attack right at the moment. And I, it was like a light bulb went off over my head. I was like, ding, ding. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I walked outside and I said, honey, the spirit just revealed to me what we're dealing with here. Wow. And I told her, I said, this is an attack. And I, I, I explained, I think we pulled the Bible out and went over some things. We ended up praying about it. And, um, but I could see it on, on her on her face that she realized it too. We both were like, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what this is. Because when we looked at the at the everything that had happened over the course of this argument, how it started, where it yeah. started, and exactly where yeah. exactly where the devil wants to divide you and split you and make it to where you don't see eye to eye on a specific situation, right. it was so evident to us that that's what we were dealing with. Right. And you know, it was during that time we have we've been able to recognize spiritual attacks in the past, but this one was really profound. It was right. it was so, um, and we'd gotten so upset about it. It was both of us were really upset about it. And um, it if we had not had the ability to 
noted to to recognize it and to deal with it in that way who knows where it could have led i mean how bad that fight could have gotten and yeah. who what would have happened i mean the kids could have heard it and, and they didn't but i mean you know it could have gotten you know really really bad and it didn't because we were able to nip it in the bud and say this is what we're dealing with here and that's exactly what should happen when you deal with a, a spiritual attack in that way you need to slam on the brakes and call it out yeah. for what it is. And, and say, then we're going to get into how to handle it right, yeah. later on. So, yeah, but, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Yeah. But So we're, we're, we're at, let's, we need to figure out how to recognize it. And that's definitely. what, um, we, when we've thrown a few things together, this is not all of the ways to do it. This is only a few. Yeah. And this is what we have seen in our marriage. And we think that um, it definitely resonates with us, I guess, these, these, uh, let's see. We're going to go over four things. So it shows up. It shows up as unrighteous anger, and you know the Bible talks about anger all the time. I mean, and she, and I think a lot of people in their in their mind see Jesus as this loving, kind, um, you know, sweet. Yeah, wouldn't hurt a fly, kind of. Right. Yeah. And there were many times where he had righteous anger. Yeah. Um, flipping you know, over the flipping tables, the tables yeah. and you know things like that and so yeah, jesus was no wimp right you know there, th- this is um but righteous anger is okay yeah <laughs> it's the unrighteous anger right that has to be but when, when you when you feel that creeping up over when you see it happening in your relationship over and over then more times than not those are spiritual attacks yeah so on the note of the on on that on righteous and unrighteous anger, uh, Ephesians four twenty six. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give not opportunity to the devil. That is exactly what you're doing when you are unrighteously angry. <laughs> you're giving opportunity to the devil. Absolutely. And that's something that we didn't recognize for a very, very long time. Mm-mm. But when when you're able to see it, it's it's very much so like, oh, this is what's happening. You know, this is not um, – I know a lot of times when I get angry, I know that that's not me and how I normally feel. Um, as, as Last night – I just, I mean, we are we are dealing with a lot right now, and and mm-hmm. I'm pregnant, and um, I'm not a spring chicken, mm-hmm. and so I'm just. Last night I was just like, oh, but I felt it, and I'm like, Lord, I know this is not, this is not me. This is not the way that I normally feel, and I need you to walk through this with me. So yeah, she handled it well. I could tell that uh, something was really bothering her, and. And um, <clears throat> I try to come to her and help her if she wants it. Sometimes she doesn't want it. She handles it herself, and she does a really good job of it. So I could tell that she was really, really going through something last night. I don't know what it was. I still don't, and I haven't pushed her for it because it's, you know, something she's dealing with. She doesn't want to share it, so that's fine. You don't have to do that every single time. You don't have to sit down and hash over the details of why you're upset. But well, and you, I'm pregnant, and sometimes right. I just don't so, need it. Sometimes <laughs> it's everything, and sometimes it's nothing. Yeah, but as a spouse, uh, you know, it was important for me to give her her room and give her space and not get up in her face and, what's wrong? Tell me, tell me. You know, you don't have to do that every single time your spouse has an issue. You need to to justify, you know, I get it, you're upset, and, and, and confirm their, you know, 
confirm good things, uh, you know, to them, especially yeah. what I think probably what you're about to talk about the, what we say, you know, to each other or yeah. what we say to ourselves. Right. Exactly. We're going to yeah. get to that. Yeah. Number one, it shows up as unrighteous anger. Number two, we put anxiety. Anxiety is going to happen. Depression is going to happen. All these things are going to happen, but it's how you handle it. Right. And that it paves the way for if you're going to be attacked, attacked more or less, in my opinion. So, um, you know, Satan does a good job at planting thoughts into our head. Um, you know, you're not you're not valuable. You're not appreciated. You're not um, a good enough wife. You're not a good husband. And um, all these things, you know, your children hate you, blah, 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 blah. Satan is so good at that. And sometimes there's this line of like, is this, is this my thought or is this an attack? And mm-hmm. I think that when when things like that come into your mind, I mean, it's, it's, if, if it's negative, it's not of God. You know, and I and I know that that's where it's coming from because I can feel it. So with anxiety, um, Satan Satan does a really good job at planting thoughts of doubt into our head, and I think that's where a lot of anxiety comes from is just doubt and fear, and not from a place of it. It just comes from a place of fear, pretty much. Um, in my opinion, but it, and that's, it's hard because there's many different things in life that, um, contribute to a person having anxiety. Yeah. But I feel like when it shows up in your marriage, um, it really is an attack straight from Satan, you know? Definitely. Well, and there's good scripture to, um, to defeat anxiety whenever it comes into your life whenever whenever you're dealing with anxiety um matthew 6 34 um therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself sufficient uh for the day is its own trouble that's a good good scripture to get into he talks about jesus talks about you know the the lilies of the of the field and and the 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 birds of the air that the father takes care of those and how much if he takes care of them how much more are you worth right. than them so to put your to seek first the kingdom and then not worry about little things that are happening because if you're in lockstep with scripture and right. you're following what the lord expects in your life then he's going to take care of you um but you need to seek first the kingdom right and then the anxiety will fade away and will Right. Won't, be, won't be an issue. So, um, anyway. So, um, and that we're going to get into that top when we yeah. close with what to do about it. But so another way that so so anxiety. Um, I'm going to mix in the next one off. Shameful talk. Um, yeah. You know when you're Satan wants you to feel shame and alone and neglect, and he wants you to feel those things. Yeah. And that has been such an attack, um, you know, in different areas of our life and and different areas of our marriage. But, um, yeah, I think we all have a tendency to beat ourselves up, you know, right. And think that we're not, you know, what we, what we should be and that we're not, you know, dealing with things the way we ought to and that we're stupid and that we're, 
can't do anything right. And well, and that's where it's important for spouses to step in when you, um, as often as you can, like, thank you so much for being an amazing wife or thank you so much for being an amazing husband or definitely, you know, showing respect and appreciation for each other all the time. You know, it's, it's just, that doesn't get old No, and it's, and you need a constant reminder of like, Hey, um, you know, cause you feel it as well. Like you, you are amazing. You are exactly what the Lord gave to me. You know, and and he knew perfectly what I needed. Well, yep. you know, just on and on about that's how. exactly right. And whenever you, whenever you learn to fight against these um, attacks that come come to you in your marriage, you'll start to see um, where the real truth is with your spouse. You know how how the Lord did intend to give you that person, and um, whenever you're not giving in to the, the devil's schemes, those schemes that come up, and you'll be able to open your eyes and see that your spouse is really the person that is in your corner, that um, right. that loves you and cares for you and takes care of you. And um, you it's just a... Yeah, you're a team. You're one. Yeah. It, you, don't, you don't have to walk through this alone, and you don't have to um, feel those thoughts alone. Right. I mean, I'm, I know I've come to you and been like, oh, I just... You know, I I keep seeing these this in my head, you know, and I, I, this happened recently. And actually, you know, I think Satan has a way of getting into our heads and making us feel, yeah, that's anxiety on something that that's to come that's going to be bad. Yeah, like I keep seeing these things about premature babies over and over. And I came to you the other day, and I was like, yeah. I cannot. This will not leave my head. Yeah, like. And I have this fear of that happening. And I was able to recognize it and bring it to you and be like, I need you to help me. Um, and it's when these things take place, when they happen, that you need to turn around and attack it with prayer. Right. You know, and um, come when your spouse brings something like that to you, just take a minute. If, if you've got, if the opportunity presents itself, take a minute to step into another room or whatever and just, to, you know, take a minute to pray, you know, right. pray it out and say, you know, Lord, we're dealing with this right now. It's a problem. Right. And, um, you know. Well, because you, that anxiety turns into depression, which could turn into suicidal thoughts. You know, yeah. it's one thing leads to another. With, or divorce. Or, you know, divorce, yeah, divorce, exactly. I mean, you know, anything all kinds like of that. terrible things. But um, we wanted to give also um, some tools and I think some really wise verses on how to, what to do about this. When you when you know what's happening, you see it happening. What can we do about it now? I'm going to read um, Ephesians six twelve, and then um, we'll go into that part of it. But let's um, Ephesians six twelve. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. So that verse right there is just, it, it sums up yeah, what you need to fight against this. Yeah. It's spiritual. It's not physical. And you need the whole armor of God. Right. And we'll kind of go into that 
a little bit. Well, um, and that kind of throws back to what we talked about earlier, being able to recognize and using that particular weapon, that verse, against being right. able to defeat it. So, right. um, And this is one thing we've done in the past, and we, we haven't been great about it since we've gotten the babies, but verses like this, put them around your house. Put them on your mirrors. Put them in your cars and places like that to where you can visit visibly see them and it's it's just a constant reminder of that you don't have to fight through these things without the lord and if you'll do these things then well and also something something i wanted to mention too there's an app that i got not too long ago that i've been using um which really has helped me quite a bit uh it's called verses and um i think that's what it's called it's what it says on my phone anyway but um what you can do is you can go use this app to go and choose specific bible verses and put them in and um you can use it it'll give you these it's almost it's kind of like these little games that you they'll like kind of word games fill in the blanks and uh you know retype it and all kinds of different things that you can do to help uh memorize certain scripture and whenever you're talking about things like you know, defending against spiritual attacks and stuff. You can get all those verses together and then try your best to memorize them. That way they're in your head rattling around whenever you need them. And, um, yeah, so it's a really good thing. But anyways, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah. Either memorize them or put them on a sticky note. Something. Yeah. So you've okay. Got you want to read second Corinthians 10, three, and then we'll go into yep. that. So second Corinthians 10, three. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. Go through six. I'm sorry. Four through six. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. Okay. So after reading that, we kind of came to a synopsis of this. Our warfare is spiritual. Our weapons are spiritual. And our weapons are strong and powerful to defend these things. And what we mean by weapons, prayer. Yes. You know, being, I I don't know, we say this till we're blue in the face, but... um, being in the word literally um that's what's going to help you get through this well the whole armor of god the belt of truth breastplate of righteousness the shoes of the gospel the shield of the faith helmet of the salvation sword of the spirit and constant prayer yeah i mean and the reason we say that till we're blue in the face is because through scripture and through prayer is how you communicate directly with god so he talks to uh, talks to us and tells us what to do through scripture. We talk to him and tell him what we're dealing with and ask him for help through prayer. So it's back and forth that way dealing with things through God when you're in prayer and reading your Bible. So right. if you don't have a Bible, go get one. Right. Because well, yeah, and or read it on your phone for crying out loud. Yeah. I mean, but you know, it's um that's that's you know the well the focus is both of you pressing into the lord if only one of i mean if you have a spouse that is just not into that pray pray about that pray about um you know the lord answers prayers he's the only one that can change a person's heart 
right? And we've seen it several times where we've known people that were not Christians when they got married, or one was and one wasn't when they got married, and it was through prayer and through just not giving up and Uh and being steadfast in their beliefs and staying with their faith and all that that finally won over the other uh, spouse, and they ended up together in in their belief system together. So, right. well, and I've that. I've written a few things out about examples for spouses to pray together and pray apart and all that. Um, I wrote focus on God to be equally yoked. That is very important. We do have um, disagreements on um, some, you know, things throughout, but we we are equally yoked with with the Lord. We, yeah. we are. And I'm so thankful for that. But, um, well, our main core disciplines in scripture are, are aligned. Right. So, you know, the little tiny things, the little things we disagree on here and there aren't, don't have any bearing on the core beliefs that we have. So right. that, that's, what's important. So. so, um, to be equally, equally yoked, um, prayers for, a you know, to, to fight against him temp- temptation together and apart. Um, for patience, um, prayers for about your finances, support with struggles. You want to pray for strength and endurance. You want to pray that you don't have conflict and you know and strife. There's always going to be conflict, mm-hmm. but conflict and strife lead to they fester. Well, it's like we talked about earlier. Yeah, it's <laughs> they, through they those. Bigger and bigger. Yeah, they do get bigger and bigger. But it's through those things. It's through the strife and the conflict that we get better and wiser. And stronger if we handle them in the right way. Right. Well, and, and you know, there's no doubt that Satan wants to separate what God has joined together. Oh, no doubt. I mean, families, husbands, wives, even friendships. I mean, things like that, churches, whatever. Um, he is in the business of pain and heartache and devastation. And we just got to a point where we were like, we're done with this. We're done with allowing you to rule our world. Exactly. And so that's, these are things, this this is how we've fought this. And it's an ongoing thing, as we said. I mean, this is a daily thing that we have to be aware of, you know, recognize and follow through with. We don't just let it we try not to just let these things go. Right. If one of us sees it, then we say something. Yeah. Um, identifying. And we don't ident- want to go back to where we were ever again. No. And identifying the issues when they come up, it's like we've already said once, but I'm going to bring it up again, that identifying these when they happen are is extremely important. That's really the only way you're going to be able to fight through this thing and win is being able to identify and call them out when they happen. Because... That's the thing. In the middle of a fight, in the middle of a problem, in the middle of some kind of an issue that you have with one another, you you aren't thinking about why it's happening. You're thinking about what is what happening. you want to say and what yeah what is happening. You're not thinking about what's causing it. So it's extremely important that at least one of you call it out and identify it for what it is. Whoa, 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 whoa. This is an attack. Do you feel it? Do you see it? Do you see what just happened a minute ago? Calling it out and then dealing with it right then through prayer and even getting your Bibles out and reading some of these scriptures that we've 
yeah. giving you tonight. But the prayer is going to be the main thing is to get on your knees and you know and pray pray that the Lord helps you through this, and then apologize to each other and yeah. realize that it wasn't either one of you really throwing it out there. It's an attack that that. You know, things can happen in your in your life as you as you you know, your day goes on, you get home from work, she gets home from work or whatever, and something, you know, both of you happen to be in a cruddy mood because of things that happen throughout the day. And then the next thing you know, Satan has seen that and he's like, Aha, here's an opportunity. Boom. He throws something out yep. there, one of you says the wrong thing, and next thing you know, you're in a fight. But you didn't even realize that there was something that started at that key thing that caused this this um, argument between you to to take off, and it's important to realize what caused it and and deal with it in that way. Right. So, anyway, and it's easy to it's easy to allow those things to just go on and on and on. Faster, so right. yeah, that's where you don't you don't want to be. Anyway, to kind of just real quick. Go back over before we wrap up in prayer here. I want to just go back through and point out a few little things that um, the warfare on our marriage is spiritual. Okay. So, um, and our weapons are also spiritual. It's like what Chelsea just said a few minutes ago. And the spiritual weapons that we use against this are strong. So you need to understand if you, there's a good takeaway from this, understand that what you're dealing with here is not a flesh and blood. It's right. spiritual 100% and needs to be dealt with on a spiritual level. So we just, we pray that y'all hear this and accept it, that all this will, will help anyone out there who's dealing with these problems and pull you together under Christ. So everything continues well in your marriage. Yes. So we'll wrap up with prayer and okay. father God, Thank you for allowing us this opportunity to get together and talk to our listening audience, bringing your word to them, helping them to understand what's going on, who's in charge of this world, and who's trying to ruin things for everybody out there. Lord, we ask that you bring this to the people that need to hear it and that they might be able to take it to their hearts and in their minds and that they would follow follow up with this and realize these attacks when they happen. Lord, we thank you for all that you give to us and we pray that you bless our efforts in this podcast. And we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. See you next time. We see what we